Welcome to the CBD Ed Show with Edward Cheney, the founder and CEO of Canafil, a manufacturer of CBD-infused products for human and pet consumption. In this program, we will discuss the uses of CBD and other methods for alternatives and complements to conventional medical treatment. Now, here is your host, Ed Cheney. Welcome, listeners, to the CBD Ed Show. I'm your host, Ed Cheney. And with me is the lovely Kimberly Rose. Hello, everyone. We are very happy to bring you a kind of an upbeat conversation today around understanding the difference between marijuana and hemp. Yes. And the reason we thought this was an important topic was really because of the elections. And in general, the way that federal and state agencies are not only changing their policies, but their views on cannabis. And we know as that progresses, I think it's really important to have a clear understanding of the differences between the two. Uh, because they are being treated very separately. Yeah, I have many customers that still ask me, Yeah, where does this come from? Is this marijuana? Am I going to get high? Yeah. Yeah, and so, and and when we do say, and that's a fair statement, when we do say treat it separately, it's treated, these two plants are treated separately legally, medicinally, recreationally, and just general, general dietary reasons. So they're so, so different. And it's super important, I think, going forward to know the difference between the two. Yeah, definitely. And so that's what we're here to help with today. Mm-hmm. But you know what we want to do first is we want to talk a little bit about some of the election results as it applies to states that have been now added to the list of legalizing cannabis. Yes. Let's go there first. All right, top on the list. South Dakota. South Dakota did something pretty interesting. Um, they did a multi-step process. All the states have done this in the past. Have always started with establishing a, 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 a cannabis program first, and then rolling to cannabis legalization. Yeah. Well, not South Dakota. Way to go, guys! Uh, they did it all in one ballot. Uh, uh, two measures on one ballot. Oh, really? Right. So it went uh, recreational and medical? No. Oh, it, wait. They just surpassed all the other steps. They did it all in one clean oh, one wow. clean uh, election. Nice. So, but anyway, all right. So South Dakota uh, established medical cannabis programs and registration system for people qualifying conditions. They also had uh, legalized cannabis for all adults and require state legislators to adopt medical cannabis and hemp laws. Great. That's awesome. All right. So this was uh, South Dakota. Arizona passed uh, adults 21 and older uh, to possess, consume, and transfer up to one ounce of cannabis and create a regulatory system for the drug cultivation and sale, which I think is terrific drug cultivation, meaning they're going to step in at the start of the supply chain, uh, which usually has great, great impact to the consumer. Yes. Uh, Montana also came on board uh, with two initiatives, allowing adults in the state to possess and buy cannabis for recreational use. Uh, They're also going to impose a 20% tax. Sorry, Montana. Uh, What's ours? Is ours 16? No. Well. I thought it was 16. We did a show. It is 16 on the marijuana, nothing on the hemp, just traditional. Ah, okay, gotcha. Retail tax. Um, 
Don't be surprised if it goes up. Uh, they also um, uh, uh, would amend the state's constitution, establishing 21 as legal age to purchase, and they're also looking to, uh, I believe, um, retract sentences for cannabis-related acts. All right. Then we got Miss Mississippi, who did a medicinal push. And then finally, New Jersey. Uh, this uh, New Jersey was to amend the state's constitution to allow ages 21 and older to use marijuana recreationally. Okay. There you go. That was the winners of the cannabis election for yeah. 2020. Yeah. I think that's great. I mean, how many more states do we have that are, uh, Shoot, well... I I'd like to say it was 11 now, so it's got to be six? Yeah. Yeah, I think. Maybe even less. Uh, so it's a great question. How about somewhere between four and six? Okay, sorry. <laughs> now, I have, uh, I just wanted to also update you to the uh, Moores Act, uh, which is the Marijuana Opportunity Reinvestment and Expungement Act of 2019. This bill decriminalizes marijuana, specifically it removes marijuana from the list of scheduled substances under the Controlled Substance Act, eliminating criminal, criminal penalties for individuals who manufacture, distribute, or possess marijuana. Yeah, that's awesome. Now, CBD is also on there. Hemp will be completely separated uh, from any THC concerns. So any THC generated or uh, extracted from the hemp plant will be completely removed from any type of concerns and scheduling. We talked a little bit about that in our last show. Uh, the bill also makes reference to marijuana. Uh, will no, it will no longer be called marijuana. It will be called cannabis. Uh, it requires it. Well, we won't go that one. It's the Bureau of Labor and Statistics. Now, is this just in Arizona or is no, this, this everywhere? No, this is a legislation. Oh, This okay. is a bill that is getting pushed, and it is predicted that this bill will pass by the end of this year. Okay. And there's not much time left, so uh, it is getting pushed. Um, they're going to treat the sale of, uh, they're going to tax the sale of cannabis, much like they do everything else. Excise tax will be thrown into a trust fund. A trust fund will be used for uh, communities that are impacted by the war on drugs and so forth. Uh, that tax at this point is going to be reduced to 5%. So again, I told you things might change, so we'll see what happens there. Mm -hmm. uh, they're going to make small business administration loans and services available to entities that are cannabis-related. They are going to prohibit the denial of federal public benefits to a person on the basis of certain cannabis-related conducts or convictions, meaning if you have a card or if you've been caught you know, with marijuana, you, they're not going to deny you benefits anymore. Okay. Uh, they are also going to prohibit the denial of benefits to and protection under the immigration laws of those uh, who have cannabis-related issues. And then finally, establish a process to expunge convictions and conduct sentencing review hearings. I'll say that again, and conduct, conduct sentence review hearings yeah. related to federal cannabis expenses. Okay, I just want to share that with you because it's on the fast track. I expect uh, it has, uh, it's pretty close to having what it needs, and I think they're going to try to push it through the house before the end of the year. That would be great. All right. Yes. God, I sound like a news anchor now. I know. Right? And the next story is, <laughs> okay, let's get on to our topic at hand, which is, what is the difference 
between these two plants? How can you easily make this distinction on your own? That's what we'll, we'll be here to help you with. Uh, we'd like to make the, 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 the start of this conversation. Let's talk about the family. The family of plants are called cannabis. Under the cannabis family, there are, there are um, family members. Let's call it that way. Am I saying that one correct? Yes. So, I know. I thought that was perfect the way I said that. And those family members are indica, sativa, and rudalis. And nobody hears about that guy. Nobody hears about this guy. <laughs> but those are families under the cannabis strain, uh, under the cannabis uh, group. And then under there, there are two types, and that is hemp and marijuana. Now, when we talk about this type of family tree, it's a lot like citrus is. Okay, citrus starts out with a family. Okay, so the group is called citrus, just like cannabis. And underneath the group of citrus, like underneath the group of cannabis, there are lemons, oranges, limes, kumquats, grapefruit. Yes. Much like under cannabis, there's indica, sativa, and rudarius, rudalis. So look at the similarities between those two because that's how this works. Now, if you go look at just citrus, if you go under there, citrus itself is also divided into two categories. Sweet and sour. Right. We have the look lemons and the limes and the oranges and the kumquats. I mean, yes. just look at all. Yeah. I mean, see how simple that looks? And then I move over to the cannabis side and we have hemp and marijuana. Right. Okay. Very distinct, but still within the family. Yeah. It's just okay? like you wouldn't say the orange is like the lemon. You would not. No. And too many people are getting caught on this, Why is which is why this was such a good way to present this. Okay. They are not the same. They're, They're not. not anywhere. They're just in the same family, much like, you know, an orange and a lemon. Or an orange, let's go to the bigger one. The spread between an orange and a lime, you would never no. go, I'm going to go to that orange tree and pick a lime. Right. Uh, you would never go, I'm going to bite into this lime and it's going to be super sweet. Right. All right. Good. Yeah. Okay. Hope that was helpful to everybody. <clears throat> but that's our way to uh, talk about the family, uh, the cannabis family. Now let's talk about appearance. Appearance is interesting when you go online to, to see this different the, the different looks it's, it's kind of hard to discern uh, so we're going to help you with this today yeah all right hemp hemp is a plant that was designed to grow big it was designed for size uh, it has the strongest plant fibers to date so it was an industrial product so this plant is long, has long leaves, although the leaf shape is identical across both, both, both hemp and marijuana. The leaf shape is the same, but the length of each one of the fingers on that leaf are distinctly different. Yeah. He, one because it's long, long, long and scraggly is the way we look at the hemp plant. Looks like a weed. Like. It does. And it grows like one, too. Yeah. Anyway, we'll, we'll get to cultivation later. So think of it's long, has fewer leaves, 
everything on it is long, the stems are long, the leaves are long, the, even the buds and the flowers that can show up on the female version of the plant are on long stems and they're spread out. Okay, so the appearance there is, it does, looks like a tall weed. You go over to the marijuana side, even though there are three different versions of that plant and each one does have a different look, mostly in how condensed it is. Um, when we start, when we look at them, that's the biggest difference. Everything yeah. is much more compact. Um, so when we look at the marijuana plants, the, uh, the indica plant, super short, three feet, right? Yeah. Max. Buds are all tight and big. Leaves are all short, but, you know, pronounce that five, you know, or that seven leaf uh, point. The sativa is much, much longer, but still very compressed, like you would normally see a cannabis, I mean, a, a marijuana plant be. The buds are big. Uh, stems aren't quite as long. The leaf ends aren't that long. Yeah, it's just bulkier. Yeah. It's just like a little short round guy. And the Rodarellus, <laughs> it just doesn't show up very much. It's probably the shortest, stubbiest of all those plants. But yeah. again, those two very different. There's also uh, the indica has a dark, very dark green to it. The hemp does not. The hemp has a much, much lighter shade of green. Okay, so... We want to be able to help you with uh, the physical attributes of that plant. And there, there you go. Okay. So long weed, short stocky bush. Right, right. Hemp, and marijuana. Yeah. Now let's go to, I know. He dropped his paper. Oops. Uh, okay. I knew I dropped my paper. Here we go. <laughs> now let's go to uh, the chemical makeup. Now the chemical makeup of this plant. There are over a hundred known cannabinoids that have already been discovered in the cannabis family of plants. Yes, across all of them, including those, those versions that we spoke of. And there's a lot, uh, there's major cannabinoids and then there's minor cannabinoids. I'll try to stay real brief on this. The major cannabinoids are the ones that most of us have become familiar with. And that is CBD, which is cannabidiol, mm -hmm. and THC, which is tetrahydrocannabinol. Okay, so those two cannabidiols, I'm sorry, yeah. Cannabinoids. Cannabinoids are the most predominant and the ones most familiar. Right. So let's start there. Now, both of these molecules, they certainly have a different structure to them. Uh, they certainly have a different proton, proton count. This is why they have a different effect on us. Right. Okay, so they are extremely unique and very different from each other. Right. All right. Now that, so we have an understanding, and, and by the way, there's other phytomaterials in there, and that's terpenes and vitamins and other essential things that are in our, our plants. Uh, those cross over all plants, though. Uh, that's not a big differentiator here. But those cannabinoids are. So let's talk through that one. If we break those, those last two divisions of the plant, the hemp plant and the, the marijuana plant, the hemp plant is dominant in, in CBD, cannabidiol. It's dominant. like a, It makes up the largest portion of the cannabinoid profile. Yes. 
Okay, when I go over to the marijuana plant, THC is the dominant cannabidiol. Cannabinoid. Uh, cannabinoid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, it's the dominant cannabinoid. Now, let's look at both of them together. So, the hemp plant, super high in CBD and extremely low in THC. Currently, that plant has been capped by our government and by the 2018 Farm Bill not to be tampered with so that the THC raises above a 0.03%. All right, I'll say that again, a 0.03% THC based on dry weight. That hemp plant will never go above that. Now let's go over and look at the, can the, uh, the marijuana plant. Yeah. The marijuana plant, its amount of THC is somewhere between 10 and 35. To one. That's 35.0. And remember, the THC max in a hemp plant is 0.3. So there is not enough THC in a hemp plant to ever cause anyone to get high. That's key to, that's key to understand. Right. Okay, why is this so important to understand is because there is, you can get a fairly good amount of CBD out of both of those plants, but you just cannot get THC out of the hemp plant. So somebody goes, oh, just go get some cannabis, you know, some CBD at your local dispensary. It's likely that your local dispensary has CBD coming from the marijuana plant. And instead of you know, like a hemp plant might be 1 to 25, one molecule of CBD to 25, I'm sorry, one molecule of THC to 25 molecules of CBD. If yes. you go get your CBD product from a, hemp, from a dispensary, it, you'll have to ask because you might get something that's closer to one-on-one, -on -one, which means you will get high. Yes, yeah. <laughs> or you're going to get like an isolate. I don't know. I don't know oh, yeah, no, if dispensaries, dispensaries do from the, the hemp plant. They do. Yeah. Yes, they do. And so that's great to know. Yes, dispensaries do carry both CBD from hemp and CBD from the marijuana plant. They yeah. carry both. And now you're becoming educated so that you can discern the difference between those two. Yeah. Because one might surprise you. Oh, <laughs> I yeah. Guess. Right? Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. So the chemical makeup of these plants, the biggest difference was that. And let's just call it, the, really the biggest difference was the psychoactive characteristics of THC. Yes. Nobody wants to go, oh, yeah, I want to try the CBD, but I don't want to... Well, and the good thing is, is that, God. I mean, I'm glad that they capped, the government capped the THC on the hemp plant and kept it in its original form. Yeah. Um, because I feel like with the marijuana plant, I feel like it's been manipulated um, to produce so oh, yeah. Yeah. high levels of THC now. Like, I don't even know what its original form was way back when, when we all used to get Marijuana. <laughs> right. Oh, I've seen numbers. Um, it's of, definitely not the same plant. I've seen numbers like 7 and 12 and 18. Now I'm seeing numbers like 30. 25 yeah. and 35. So she is correct. And yes, and it, it'll come up again, that conversation. So uh, you'll have plenty of time to, talk, to speak to it. Yeah. 
Um, let's um, let's see here. <clears throat> so I hope that I hope I made that clear. Again, you can get CBD from both plants, the marijuana plant and the hemp plant. It's just very important to understand that when we get CBD from the marijuana plant, it's likely because we're putting a lot of, they want a lot of THC in there as well. Okay? Yes. Yeah. So Cause you, it's the same molecule. Yeah. So if you're not one, it is the same molecule. She said that correct. It's it, it, a molecule is a molecule. The, um, the hemp plant, if you are not interested in any type of high, then you need to stay away from the marijuana versions of CBD and uh, stay exclusive to the hemp version. Okay? Yes. All right. Let's move to cultivation. Now, I grew up as a farmer, so I have a little understanding here. Uh, let's start with this, cultivation. When hemp is grown, it is grown for size. All right, so it wants to be out in the open air. Um, it wants it wants the room the room to get really super tall. That's hemp for you. Yeah. Um, let's see. Let's see. Now that's just at the industrial, right? Because now with the medicinal hemp, we're keeping that indoors. So let's go ahead and let's well let's go ahead and talk about that. So. Uh, but let's first uh, distinguish between the cultivation of the two okay. uh, for what they were initially designed for. Uh, so hemp was designed industrial, outside, big fields, very tall plants, a very quick grow cycle. Four months is on average. Uh, some states with different weather cli or climates might have to move up to six, but short grow cycle. Mm -hmm. Now, when you move over to marijuana marijuana has to be cultivated under a lot of scrutiny you have to really give it a lot of attention during each stage of its life and that is not really easy to do outdoors right so almost all cultivation of marijuana these days are indoors where controls can be put into place yeah i'm not saying it's exclusive but that is the norm now mm -hmm. all right well since CBD showed up, CBD is also something. If if we're you if we're cultivating the hemp plant to provide us with a CBD extract to be used in a lot of these CBD products you see on the market, they have pulled that plant exclusively inside as well, yeah. so that they can manage each one of those steps. There are also federal regulations, I'm sure, that are imposing themselves in a lot of those steps. Well, because we're um, ingesting it, mm -hmm. um, yeah. we want it to be as pure as it can be. And outside, there's all kinds of stuff outside. There, you know, you might have to use pesticides. You might have to. I mean, you might have a, a farm where you have corn also growing or other right. things growing, yeah. and you just don't want any cross contamination at all. Oh yeah, yeah. And the yeah. farmers that are doing the um, organic, you know, they have even more struggles. Yeah, yeah. Even if it's indoors, they still have to take steps to protect mm -hmm. if there's non-organic certified products nearby. Uh, and it's interesting that we uh, at Canafil booked our team to visit a farm, a hemp farm, uh, you know, so we can get firsthand knowledge of, you know, my, so the entire team gets to have that firsthand knowledge. Here's what I'm going to suggest. Uh, you can Google your local area. Uh, and likely find a hemp farm. Huh? And I'm going to suggest what a, what a cool idea maybe. I don't know. Pack the kids up. Uh, <laughs> run over to the hemp farm. 
Yeah. Uh, here, here's what might make it cool. Yeah, I mean, just going to a farm is not always super exciting. No. But I do know this. Hemp farms, because they're struggling a lot, right? They have to burn fields because uh, they, they grow a couple acres, regulatory agents come out, they test it, and it's 1.0 over 0.3. Yeah. Guess what? The entire field has to go away. Right. Yeah. So, um, so they've been struggling with this adjustment period, trying to get from, yep, we just started this, to moving in through all the regulatory uh, stages that they have to go through. And, yeah, a lot of them will fail and lose their crop, and then they also have to still worry about you know, the climate and the weather that year and the ground conditions and so forth. So they just have a lot there to deal with. So what we're finding they're doing is they're supplementing it with having people come visit, little rides for the kids, mom's in the house cooking donuts. So they're just doing things yeah. to, you know, encourage people to become fans of hemp as well as make a dollar when you know when they come by providing things to uh, the people who are visiting yeah but I also think that everybody in the community um, whether you know you're just selling CBD growing CBD whatever we all want everybody to become comfortable with the plant and um, because we've been terrorized <laughs> for years, yeah. you know, that marijuana is the gateway drug. I mean, just, it's been labeled everything. It, it gives you a, li a little bit of a chance to be become comfortable with that it's a real plant. It's yeah. not the devil. Well, it, now, so she, but she's still talking about marijuana. Now, but, but both. Yeah, but but right. So both, and it's a great topic. I'm really glad glad you brought it up because when you are invited to a hemp farm, you finally get the feeling that why was this ever Taken grouped away. in with marijuana? Right. You look at this plant and you go, ah, no, nope, I don't see it. You l read the chemical makeup of the plant and like, I still don't see it. Yeah. Point yeah. zero three point three percent will never ever ever get you high. And you're like, why was this plant ever grouped with the marijuana? Now, and so when you go there to a farm, that just becomes super obvious. Yeah, and it's really important because you're right. I think the stigma today, people are holding on to that feeling uh, that those two plants are the same. And they might want to move off of a pharmaceutical drug, or they might want to consider a, a CBD pharmaceutical that was created uh, for you know uh, people who have uh, seizures, or you know a family member has seizures, and they're still nervous. Yeah, like my mother was nervous. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously, if you can grow a garden at home, you can appreciate the fact that wow, I'm actually like. This is coming from the earth. This is like real, yeah. basic, great goodness. So I think when you go to a farm like that or any farm, even when you go to the farmer's market, you get that feeling of I'm being good to myself. Yeah. I'm, I'm doing something healthy. I agree with you 100%. Yeah. So if you get a chance, like I said, Google <laughs> hemp in your area, hemp farm near me. Yeah. And uh, likelihood is you'll see one. And I don't know. I think it's kind of a, I know. These days, if you can't get COVID, that sounds like a way to, time to, a way to get out of the house. Yeah. Just, you <laughs> mean, there's definitely social distancing. I'm sure there won't right? be a lot of people there. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Now, we have more 
to share with you on the separation of these two plants. But right now, we're going to take a quick break for our sponsors, and we will be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Live authentically. Heal naturally with Canafil. We have three unique blends for pain relief, reducing stress, and promoting healthy sleep. Visit Canafil.com for the convenience of online shopping that includes free shipping. Or if you're in Arizona, stop by our store in Phoenix for personal consultation and product selection. Our friendly staff is here to help you. All of our products have full third-party testing and a seven-day satisfaction guarantee. Call 480-599-1003 or visit Canafil.com. Canafil, giving you your life back are you finding your frequency it can be described as that space between failure and success it's the future of digital media it's finding your voice it's engaging topics content and ideas jeff and ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects it's about making the mistakes taking the chances summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. You are tuned in to the CBD Ed Show. If you have a question that you'd like addressed on a future episode of our program, please send an email to info at canafil.com. That's info at C-A-N-N-A-F-Y-L.com. Now back to the CBD Ed Show. Hey, hey, listeners, welcome back to the CBD Ed Show. You have me, Ed, and Kim, who are sharing with you the distinct differences between the hemp plant and the marijuana plant, so that as this plant starts becoming more and more accessible, less and less constrained by legal issues, and I'm talking about both medical, both both the hemp plant and the marijuana plant are going to start becoming more and more accessible, uh, it'll be wise for you to understand the differences between the two so you can spot them like that. Yes. There'd be no question. Because if you don't, I mean, it's a mild annoyance, but, you know, if you don't want to get high, you don't want to make this difference. Uh, if you want to try out CBD, but you're scared because you don't know the difference, these are all the reasons why uh, our conversation with you today might be helpful. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's keep going to uh, uses. Really, it's not a big distinction about the plant, but it just kind of helps you to understand the plant better by understanding its uses, and then, then it'll connect to you uh, when you're thinking the differences between the two plants. So with the hemp plant, interesting, we all knew this. There's been 
reports uh, or signs that it has been used in our past, you know, as far back as 10,000 years ago. So we know this was a, it's always been a popular plant. Uh, so this plant was used for paper, clothing, textiles, animal feed, plastic. I really like that idea, an alternative to plastic, uh, and food products. And you've heard, you know, hemp seed oil. Uh, there's lots, there's protein made out of hemp seed. Uh, hemp seed is actually quite a nutritious product. Uh, now, hemp seed does not have any cannabinoids in it. Uh, so uh, thinking that if you buy a jar of hemp seed oil, uh, it won't be very effective at treating some of the things that CBD is normally uh, touted with treating, okay? Yeah. The uh, uses and the reason that that hemp is used for a lot of these things is because it has the, str- the strongest fiber in the plant community right now. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, again, I, strongest. I know why it got taken away, but I mean, we... It it makes it can make a house. <laughs> I know, <laughs> and it can be used as paper. I somebody said you you, you can use it as fuel. Yep. I mean, there yeah. was so many things that ask this, Willie Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> and I, 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 it's just sad that it was taken away. And oh, and hemp seed oil is very nutritional, and you can cook with it. It's 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 a good. The whole plant is just. There's really no reason to not. I mean, and to think that it was just tossed is right. just ridiculous. Okay. All right. Now let me get this long list out for marijuana. Ready? Yes. Marijuana. Medical. Recreational. That's it. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> at, at this point, that, that's, that's it. Um, I, think, I think we'll understand a little bit more as I move through uh, on, the, um, on what they're used for. Because the marijuana plant does have a, a little deeper use than I'm sharing here. This is just kind of the, the overall, it's only been looked at really medicinally and recreationally. Right. Where hemp had all this industrial use. Right. Uh, and has always had industrial use. Yeah. Okay. So that's really about it. And the hemp, the hemp crave is big. We've had, uh, we've had an owner on the show who, uh, you know, that's all she sells is hemp products. Hemp straws are, are gaining traction. You know, hemp clothing. Why? Because this plant, the hemp plant, also is good for our soil. It has the ability to extract uh, things that are poisonous to our soil. Right. So uh, an absorption skill that yeah, it, it has. So. It can go right back into the planet and feed it and clean it, it up. And it does. There's yeah. even there's even consideration of using it to get rid of our landfills mm-hmm. uh, because it has the ability to, to absorb toxins. So um, so making products out of hemp is so planet friendly that that by itself is just going to create a lot of traction. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so there you go for the uses. Um, now let's go for the legal issues between those two. And this is still a complex. What did we? What term did we use last show? Shit show. That's right. <laughs> it's still a shit show. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No. So we've already talked that. Remember, CBD can come from hemp, and it can come from marijuana. And we talked about CBD molecule is just a CBD molecule. Well, let me tell you the difference between these two plants as it relates to that statement. It, if the molecule came from the, the marijuana plant, it's illegal. I'll say it again. 
The, federally. The molecule, if it comes from the marijuana plant, federally it's illegal. Yes. All right. Isn't that interesting? Yes. So it's just a molecule. Uh, all right. So the biggest deal is the THC. That is where the legal issues are. The, the level of THC is what defines whether the plant is legal or not. And hemp has been capped at 0.3%, thereby it's legal. Marijuana does not have a cap at all, and it's illegal, and it's because of the THC. Yeah. Federally. Okay, now right. clearly making that distinction between the two. But I thought that was very interesting, as the conversation about the molecule. So if you think through this, uh, that can't stay that way. Just can't. No, it can't. So I think they're going to have to adopt to something and expect that it's going to come down the road. Uh, use alcohol is uh, what we've learned from that in the past. Uh, so alcohol is not illegal, but certain levels of alcohol are problematic, right? Right. Like it's illegal to drive while intoxicated right. uh, with alcohol, but it's not illegal to drink NyQuil. But I don't that think, has alcohol in it. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think you. I, I mean, you get my you're, point. If no. you're still all, yeah, you're yeah, still altered. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so you can't get altered on Nyquil. So I have a feeling that's likely where this will probably land is some form of intoxication. Yeah. Well, I think. I mean, I think it's perfectly fine if they keep the two plants separate and just. It's easier. It's cleaner that way. Does it I come know, from here? Or does it come from here? Do you, Boom. Do you know who I think is going to benefit from that? It's the consumer. Oh, uh, right. yeah. Because the right. consumer will make a connection to uh, this is a uh, this is a recreational thing for me, and I only want the marijuana plant. I don't want anything to do with the hemp plant. Yeah. And the people who are looking at it for medicinal or lifestyle, uh, fitness and wellness, they're going to say, I don't really want anything to do with the marijuana plant. I want, I want the hemp plant. So I have a feeling that this will it'll brand itself more for the market and the consumer. Well, I mean, just uh, on a personal note, I mean, we know, well, maybe you don't know. And for you that don't know, mom, hi. Uh, <laughs> I, I used marijuana for years, years and years and years for sleep. It was my go-to for sleep. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, I'm going to say 20, easily 20 years, I used it for sleep. And I, and then pain started showing up. Um, and I started using CBD because yeah. I needed it during the day. I need to get up. I need to work. I need, I've got kids. I've got, I can't, I can't use marijuana for pain. Um, it just wasn't, it just doesn't work for me. Um, and I started using CBD in very large quantities, I guess, for my pain until I figured out my milligrams. And then anxiety showed up. And I was still using marijuana at night for sleep, but then anxiety showed up for me. And we couldn't figure it out for quite a while until my wonderful researcher here figured out that it was the, the THC uh, in my nightly dose for sleep. And I had to give it up. <laughs> 
uh, I gave up uh, my THC and went to CBD because I, I actually had to have it for functioning. My doctor said, no more Advil, no more pain meds, no more nothing. You, you're done in that area, so you have to go figure it out yourself. And I did, and it was CBD was my solution. And um, But I gave up marijuana, and I mean... I I'm fine. I use it for sleep. I use it for pain. I I don't have to worry about um, that anxiety that crawled back into my brain. All right. And if you want to understand more about those 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 studies that we did on sleep, you can just reference back uh, a couple of shows prior to this one uh, where we did do a topic on CBD and sleep. And sleep, and it'll or, describe what she was talking about. Or CBD and anxiety, or it's because right. THC well, can really, it can do a little thing, uh, something right. to s- right. certain people, not everybody. We're gonna stay on task though okay. for today, right? I get too far away from this. Um, let's uh, let's uh, let's get one one note about the legal differences between the two. Uh, we act like CBD is completely free freed from any legal issues or concerns, but it is not yet. There are still a few states out there uh, and in the United States, and there's also uh, shipping it over into Canada. Those uh, are still issues with CBD. Just want to make that clear today. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's, uh, th- so where Kim was going is, is, is where we wanted to go next. How about the benefits? So the difference between the hemp plant and the marijuana plant mostly is the cannabinoids. So the CBD is in the hemp plant, THC is in the marijuana plant. So let's go ahead and talk about their benefits. And in summary, you know, a nice easy list I've put together is this. CBD has been commonly known to help with seizures, inflammation, pain, especially like headaches and stuff that are inflammation related, depression, anxiety, Okay, so those are things CBD commonly helps with. Mm-hmm. And then you move over to THC. THC has been known to aid in appetite. Like, so if you have a lack of appetite, it'll stimulate it. Treat your insomnia. Mm-hmm. If you have glaucoma. And if you have muscle spasms. These are the areas in which THC has been known to aid. And you should also know that Both of these cannabinoids, both CBD and THC, both contribute to the reduction of pain and nausea. All right. Given that, you can now look at how you want to approach which plant is best for you. Oh, yeah. Now, there are conversations, too, about how much of each will contribute to some of these these things. Right. Uh, But I've said this before, and I won't won't, uh, leave it. If you are not having a health issue or a medical issue with extreme tiny amounts of THC, again, not enough to get you high, then if you want to work through all of these, a full-spectrum product is more beneficial. Well, I, I yes, I definitely believe that a full spectrum is always the way to go. has well, a lot more value, to add, a lot more to add, a lot more to... Uh, a lot more benefits uh, to the human body than an isolate. So when you see a label that says, you know, THC-free or CBD isolate 99.9%, that just means nothing else is in there. Uh, and even through this discussion, it just, we're promoting that again. 
Yes. Uh, if, if you want, if you're treating something and it's important to you, uh, sometimes the whole plant is best. Uh, keeping in mind that the hemp plant is maxed out at 0.3%. So there's no way for you to get high. Yeah. No, I've, I've never gotten high uh, off of the CBD yeah. that I've and, taken. And we've dosed quite a bit. Yeah, we've, yeah. We've I've, attempted to breach what normally nobody would ever do yeah. because we could. And still to this date, never got. I've never gotten high. No. Well, and it... So I have customers that have said, "Oh, I think I got high." I'm like, "No, it's it's not, it's not a, it's not that. It's a, it's a release. It's a, it's. I mean, you feel great. It's a clarity sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes it's a, because it does trigger neurons that are designed to uplift your feelings and such, uh, or calm down the scattered thinking. So yeah, so those things can sometimes be interpreted, especially. You know, if you already have a stigma about this, if you right. already, oh my God, am I gonna get, am I gonna get high? So yeah, you do something like this, and it's already that program's yeah. already playing in the brain. Yes, the brain is yeah. extremely <laughs> powerful. Yeah, so um, that's important. It's important also to know which of those plants provide what value. Yes. Uh, again, the because the hemp plant will never produce enough THC to get you high, that's why a lot of people move over to the hemp plant because they get all the cannabinoids, including THC, but a small enough amount of THC where they won't get high, but it still steps in and solves uh, some of the issues I just spoke of. I, I, I tell my customers all the time, do if you want both, do your CBD during the day, function, get out there, work, yeah. do, do, your, do your thing. And then if you need THC at night, f for sure, go. It's, they're both beautiful plants. They're both, they work well together. They were made together. They're perfect. Yes, I agree uh, 100% with you. Yeah. Now, we, we posed this question to each other earlier this week. And it was an interesting question, too. And I asked her, after doing a lot of studying, and I had my own personal view on this, is how can you tell if your CBD came from a hemp plant? Now, when I was asking her, I did context that within, you were a customer. You were a customer buying CBD from a store or online. The question was, how can you tell if your CBD came from a hemp plant? Uh, there is no is CBD is CBD. It's the same molecule. You can't tell if it comes from a marijuana or a hemp plant. But if you are if you are at the store as a consumer in a CBD store, your CBD comes from the hemp plant. How do you know? Uh, because it should say hemp derived <laughs> CBD. Okay. So I, the point we're, we're making here is you must have faith. In uh, uh, your currently, you must have faith in your manufacturer, yes, or your retail store or your retail environment. You must have faith in them, because again, if we've always said we're in a market of self-policing, yes. Okay, FDA has not put down rules that says you are not allowed to sell CBD unless, right? So when we asked the question, we knew the answer. But we just thought it was odd that the consumer does not have any access to anything that absolutely says where it came from. Right. You got the manufacturer going, I buy it from this certified 
Grow Farm in Colorado, and here's the now. That's what we do. We have we have their certifications, right? So the Grow Farm that we use has their certifications, and that's how we get over that. But that that that's not listed on the bottle or anything. I mean the stamp you know, the certification number or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, so we just thought it was interesting. And again, now I'm not putting anybody up and you should be war- you should be concerned because as Kim said, this CBD molecule is a CBD molecule. But where I do find this entertaining is that CBD from the marijuana plant is illegal. I know. Well, that, yeah. That, I mean, that's just, again, that's just red tape that still, they they just want to make it as clean of a break as they can right. for the legal world. Yeah. Because you, you really, because, and we're going to probably get into a gray area at some point if legally, legally. It's already gray. If it's marijuana gray is, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's still, if you can just separate the two, then, yeah. then hopefully you're as safe as you can be. But the CBD from the marijuana plant is just like the CBD from the hemp plant. It's the same thing. It's just the quantity is yep. the difference. Yeah. And, you know, uh, I have customers ask me, are you guys going to put more THC in, in your in, in Canafil? Why would we do that? No, we're not yeah. going to do that. No, we're, we're not a recreational not company. No. no, we are here to help you get your life back. Not, yes, not go have fun. Not, there's plenty of people that'll help you with that. Right. <laughs> yes. No, we would not. We would not change the profile of yeah. our product. Yes. Yes. So now, what about the future of both of these plants? Because it's that good. is unfolding out right in front of us and very fast. Yeah. Well, not as fast as some of us would like. But given the bureaucracy, given the red tape, the size of our government, it's actually moving quite well. Yes. And, and, and it's so beneficial also, not only medicinally, yeah. obviously, but financially. Yeah. We're going to be able to do... I mean, in Arizona, it's supposed to go to the schools, the taxing and all that stuff. I mean. Okay. So you bring up a good point. Financially. Yeah. Financially, it it could solve some issues and some things in states that are are allowing it. Yeah. Um, Again, you know, we always have that fear of abusers, but we're going to not worry about that because everybody is just fine and everybody's going to be fine as long as we're all educated yeah well we'll we'll, we'll understand how to deal with the drunk drivers right I mean, with it with the uh, the people who are you know altered. behind the wheel and altered just like we have learned to deal with uh the excessive use of, of right, alcohol right um and no no child it's 21 yeah, so and over <laughs> let's keep going here let's so the future of both now the reason this shows up on my radar and i'm super happy about it is Imagine this. So we know that both of those plants are going to get released. Yes. But we know that the hemp plant already got released. But we know that marijuana is going to get released too. So both of these plants get released. The medicinal value of those plants are absolutely incredible. Mm -hmm. I know this because I dig into this on a daily basis. But the general public does not. Why? Because it's still stopped. It's still, there's obstacles doing clinical studies. There's obstacles everywhere. Yeah. And so what the consumers are, uh, what they get access to is nowhere near what the potential of these two plants are doing in the scientific community right now. Both medical, industrial, everywhere, helping the plant. 
I'm sorry, helping the planet, helping people. It's just amazing. And as this plant gets closer, or this this family of plants gets closer and closer to full freedom, our skill set that we've learned is going to make some really incredible advances. Yeah. So the future, future of this plant, I see it this way. I see the marijuana plant not only being a fun recreational release place, it removes some stress at the end of the day, like we use some things, mm-hmm. and I do not see it, I don't see any physical problems to us. Right. Right. Uh, other than, you know, we're all getting fat from eating oh. too much. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a danger. But the medicinal potential of what's coming down the road for the molecule THC is absolutely incredible. It just has roadblock after roadblock because of its federal legal, legal status. Right. But All CBD's right. wide open. So now, so that's what I see on the marijuana side. Yeah. Awesome future. I move over to the CBD side. I'm sorry, the hemp side, and I, te- I see two things, huge, huge things. One is that plant can replace so many things that are bad for this planet. Let's just do the straws right away. Right. (laughs) That plant can also fix and correct some of the abuse we've done to this planet. That is huge. Yeah. Nobody wants to get in there and go crazy on industrial hemp because there's still all these regulations. It's not super easy to grow yet. Right, but it is getting there. So the future of hemp, huge in that space. The other space, which we really know well, is how it can help mankind with just ailments that are caused from the world we live in today. Mm-hmm. The food we consume, the environment that we're in on a regular basis, our ECS just does not work as well as it used to, and that plant has the ability to affect change in that area so that our immune system is back up again, our sleep problems get corrected, you know, our, our, our inflammation management and, and neurological messaging, all that stuff gets to work again and our bodies start to function and we get back to, well, the way we call it. We get back to living yeah. instead of always treating. So now, and CBD, that'll be on the daily kind of functions, getting us, you know, it'll end up being in our food. You just won't recognize it. It'll just be around and, and everybody will just be in a better state of health. And then on yep. the medicinal side is sooner or later, more and more solutions to diseases will likely show up and we'll have either one of these two molecules, either from the hemp plant or from the marijuana plant. Right. Right. Can you imagine finally getting rid of cancer? I mean, yes. This is the potential. Right. This or getting rid of say. anxiety. Like all if right. we just all have our daily dose of CBD, we're good. All right. All right. I just got a cue from my producer. I got a wrap. Thank you for watching today's show. I hope we were helpful. Next show, we're going to talk about CBD edibles and what you need to know about them. And I also want to invite you. Stay tuned. Ryan Treasure. And a Hollywood executive and former Victoria's Secrets model, Summer Helene, they'll be discussing dirt, glitz, and glamour. Oh, nice. All right. (laughs) Thanks for watching today. This is Ed Cheney, your hemp authority, wishing you a canarific day. 
you for listening to the CBD Ed Show. Please join your host, Edward Cheney, for another edition next Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. We can also be heard each week on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Until we talk again, enjoy the upcoming weekend, and we'll be here soon.